Hello, cool kids, and welcome to the 34th episode of Autonomic. I'm Kat Cool, your host and narrator. Before we get started, this episode is one of those that has a debrief at the end. However, that debrief is very short. Before we started this recording, we discussed having a shorter debrief than usual because I had a particularly painful migraine and was feeling very ill at the time. I thought leaving this shortened debrief in might help showcase the bare essentials to the debrief process. There was a bit more to this debrief than what made it into this recording, but it's mostly us discussing what we'll be recording next session, and I didn't want to spoil the next few episodes for you, so it was cut. I'll include it when this debrief is added to our Patreon. Thank you. And now, dream with me a while. you ever asked someone for advice because you thought they knew more about something than you, only to realize that they in fact did not know all that much. Perhaps this advice was well-meaning, but misguided. How did that make you feel? Did you perhaps feel a bit uncertain about the way the world operated? Did you perhaps feel a bit lonely? Looking for information by oneself can feel a bit lonely and uncertain. Knowing that people we thought knew things didn't in fact know those things can be unsettling. The Nomics start to learn something important this episode, that they won't stop learning. It involves other people's lack of knowledge. Can you identify when they learn this lesson? Is it a lesson you've already learned yourself? <laughs> so, so we can cut back up. Yeah, so we go up to upstairs. What are the adults doing? Having a very uncomfortable conversation. Yes. Ms. Moon is like, you need to brush them. And Gene is like, Lizo, I can just grow new sets. I oh, don't- no. <laughs> I don't really oh, see no. the point. Ma'am. Hi. Uh, knock, knock. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just steps on in. All right. So we put together a lovely five temporary golden rules, beautiful rules for our class. And most importantly, I think you should come back and tell them an announcement. But yeah, I think you should come mentor us, come teach us, or at least Asteria. What does that have to do with the things that you want me to alter in the spell? Uh, your guess is as good as ours. So you, nothing. That th- is my guess. There we have a, a three initiatives to achieve, and whether or not they're related has not been relayed to us. All right. Well, I believe that they are probably not. May I see your proposal? All right. Ah, Mulligan Week. That's set for this week? Yep. yep. Yes. That seems fairly smart. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Everyone has a different learning curve. You do realize you're, you're you know, you're kind of uprooting a lot of children from different areas. So, yeah. That's good for the adults, too, because uh-huh. everyone's making mistakes. Uh-huh. Uh, this attendance thing that yes. you have, what are the parameters on it? Well, at minimum, each kid gets to skip class once a month. But if a kid is found outside of class, before they're punished, extenuating circumstances like what was going on in the kid's life at the time are taken into consideration. Miss Moon holds up a finger. Yes, Miss Moon. <laughs> One class once a month? One day. Ah, uh, no. Why? Because why would they? 
What do you mean? Without acknowledgement from somebody or written approval that it is understood that they have a good reason, why would they be able to? Oh, so no skipping it unless there's prior approval? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Like a doctor's note. Like a doctor's note. Like a doctor's note. I guess that makes sense. As long as we have the second thing, too, because when you're under a lot of emotional stress, you might not always have time to go and seek approval. There is usually a balance between punitive measures and the health system of the school already in place. Mm. Well, maybe it needs to be a little more explicit, because I don't know about you guys, but we haven't really experienced it. Codify it, please, if you could. Well, you have only been here how long? A day? Two days. Think think. about all the stuff that's happened to us already. Uh Uh-huh. Well, have you been outside of class? Yes. Yes, a lot. Yeah. Have you been punished for that? No, not for that. But Mm -hmm. I guess the logic here is I've already been punished for something that I had very little to do with simply because I was in the room. So when I'm writing rules in the future, I want to make sure that the adults are actually taking circumstances into account. Please outline. We would like the opportunity to plead our case. Exactly. Yes. So we can make I guess like like due process. Now you're talking about the student judiciary board. Well, yeah, I mean, we couldn't really read the contract, so we didn't know that was already in there. I think this is part of all of it. I mean, you hand this this paper that has i'm sure spells and crazy things on it and and there's no consideration no explanation and you just assume that we know these things or yeah. just assume that we're going to get these things and there's harder this has been i think i speak for all of us the hardest two days of my young life and it's not going to get any easier but you know what it hasn't just been the outside forces that have been making it hard it's been frankly people like you yeah. You're just assuming we know these things, and I don't know how you were brought up, but if, if it was this hard for you, wouldn't you want to make it easier for us? And if it was easier for you, just making something hard doesn't mean it's valuable. The vampire waves her hand. Mm, the whole rules thing is very... There's like a lot of them and it takes a while to get used to. So like I get what you are saying, but also you're going to change them. So I figure why not just cast the whole thing? Uh, So why would I bother telling you all of it? That's how I feel about this. And I would rather just get the task done and get you all out of here. Uh Do do you see that there is no point because you are going to change it? Yeah, I mean, I I, I understand how that would be best for you. But Brennan makes a really good point when he says that the reason we've been out of sorts and uncomfortable during this week that we asked for leeway is because adults haven't been giving us the full picture of the full story and have been surprised or acting like it's ridiculous that we wouldn't know how to behave. It's the why, you know? We haven't gotten a lot of whys. It's just like, this is this way because this. There's some sort of preconceived notion that we're going to behave in a certain way and we're n- never going to be able to fit, slot into that. And uh, frankly, I don't know how much longer I want to participate in this. This is this is crazy. And this you is know, the- like, why why is it up to us to convince you to come take a job? You know what? Frankly, I don't care if you take the job yeah. because, you know, you're not probably... If you were gonna, if you were the best person to have that job, you would just be there already. So if you're not the one who's going to take the job, then we'll find somebody else. But it's really just, you know, in- insane to me that we have to uh, both be the ones taking on these challenges. And wouldn't you want to set us up for success? And we're not being set up for success. I feel like every success is just a minor failure anyway, because we didn't do it the right way. And so, you know what? Make the rules, change them, whatever it is. I don't, it's fine. The vampire like sits back and she clearly looks happy because you guys don't seem like you're going to be pressuring her to take this job anymore. And Ms. Moon like frowns at all of you. Why do you not wish to succeed at the school? (laughs) Is this an honest question or like, is this rhetorical? No, this is honest. I have several follow-up points. When I was young, I understood that it was 
a good idea to succeed at the school for several reasons. It would bring a great deal of resources to my town and family. It would help put me on a good path in life. It would help the nomics that I worked with, which wound up being all of you. Um, and it would help respite. Why do you not want those same things? We do. We just have no idea how to succeed because you don't give us the information to do it with. If Brennan is feeling this way, Brennan is the person on the island who had the most information going in. And he's one of the most out of sorts of all of us. You clearly haven't been doing a great job explaining things to us. I have a question. Yes. So you say that you wanted to succeed, do well to school and achieve the things that you want to achieve. Did you feel like you had a childhood? I do not understand. Did you feel like you were thrust into positions of authority for just because there was a vacuum and someone needed to fill it, whether or not you were ready? Ah, you are asking if I felt entitled to a period of leisure early in life. I guess. I think what you're saying is like, I don't think we should have to succeed for the sake of succeeding. <laughs> I think it boils down to, Minnie, how old are you? I'm, I'm 12. Maya, how old are you? Well, oh, Izzy, how old are you? I am very much 12. Monochrome, how old are you? I'm 12. Zephyr, how old are you? Yeah, we get it, Brennan. We're 12. Okay, fine. I'm sorry, Zephyr. I'm trying to make a point for all of us, well, so you yeah, don't have to I be snippy. Well, yeah, but I actually don't know that Brennan, I'm on your side on this down, one. No, course. I mean, You're this, doing is, great. this was, I would, you know. But I'm also not with you here. Oh. Great. Because I've been working, like, uh, because, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I do want to help respite. I didn't say I didn't want to help respite either. It seems like you don't. So you think that because we don't like the way the school's doing things, we don't want to help respite? No, it seems like what Izzy was just saying and everything is that you guys just want to have fun and stuff. Maybe that's what Izzy wants. Is that so wrong? Well, I don't think it's wrong to want to have fun, but I mean, I'd rather not do any of this. But since I have to do this stuff, since I like have this responsibility, like... My parents did shipping, and I understand that, like, stuff comes in and needs to go out by a certain time or it goes bad. And people need it to eat, right? So that sort of responsibility, it's on a larger scale with us. But that works with your personality and your upbringing. That's not true for all of us. I think what we're trying to say is we're in school. We need the opportunity to fail. So that way we know at least better methods to not succeed or eat dirt or just bomb. Beef it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired of beefing, and I feel like I'm being set up to beef it every single day, yeah. and it's been two days, and it's been hour after hour of shadow boxing. I don't even know what I'm going up against, mm. and there's all this stuff, and it just seems like, I don't know. I, I want to succeed by, like, knowing how to do my times tables and getting my homework done on time. I don't want to have to succeed by convincing or coercing someone who doesn't want to take a job to do a job that they would hate. You know what? I felt great today because I solved something with my friend. That's right. Maya and I solved something on our own, and I figured it out, and I didn't have to hurt anybody for it. Well, that's great. But now it's now I get back into this, and I have two adults, one who's acting more childish than I ever have. And you know what? I'm okay failing. I'm okay beefing it, because that's part of life, too. And so... Me, too. Yeah. Do whatever, so you know. here are rules. You're going to take them for now, because they are subject to change. And uh, we're going to go back to class. Brennan just goes and walks down the stairs, and he's going to sit at the bottom of the stairs. This is just a lot. It's been a lot. And I know that we're supposed to save the world, but I don't think I can do that right now. The vampire, like, finishes doing what she's doing, which is, like, making adjustments on the spell thing, and fluffs her arms back and, like, stands up. No one's asking you to. What? 
Um, you must not have been at President Bao's speech. No. Why would I listen to that windbag? Okay, because people literally told us we needed to save the world. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. She called my windbag. Shh. Adults are talking <laughs> What a first day. Uh, well, then, I mean, he's not the only one that you have to listen to or anything. Like, what, whatever. Your job is to, like, be students and learn things like your times tables and the things that will help you grow up to be adults who are capable of doing stuff. Isn't that the point of the I mean, school? That's certainly a component, but it's not most of what we've focused on so far. You haven't even begun your classes. That is the point of the school. I think maybe we've gotten a very broad view of uh, uh, the more intimidating elements of our lifestyle. You're saying it's been a skewed couple of days? It's been a skewed couple of days. That makes sense. Ah, you are not supposed to be fighting monsters. That is why you are in detention. You are supposed to be in class learning your multiplication tables. That's interesting, because we were set up to be kidnapped on day two anyway. Ah, you are supposed to be in your dorms asleep while we dealt with the fact that there are international struggles. Yeah, and maybe if you told us that was something, we probably would have stayed in our dorms. So the reason we would not do that is because illogical students would try to break out and protect others against the kidnapping, which has happened in the past. Research shows that it is best to not tell the children about the kidnappings. Mm. Well, I mean, it sounds like everything you've done so far has been an incredible success, and we don't have anything else to say. <laughs> I appreciate you, Miss Moon. You saved me. You saved my life in the forest, and I'll be forever grateful. I think we should just chalk this up to we did our best, and just uh, let's, let's, head, let's head on home. I do not think any of you understand the gravity of what you did last night. Brendan, come up here. Brennan. How do you ask? Brennan, please come upstairs. I was waiting outside the door. Oh. <laughs> do you all understand why you were put in danger last night? No. Kind of, although I don't think my answer is going to be the same as yours. Why don't you tell me what you think it is? Well, it started when Brennan's belongings weren't delivered to his room, which, as I recall, was not a mistake any of us made. Mm-hmm. No, that is a mistake of the school. Fair point. Point us against yes. the school. However, yeah. do you understand that you are also extremely culpable in this you need to accept this responsibility i don't i hardly think it's our fault yeah, that people are trying fault to that kidnap other us. people came here you know we didn't pick to no be... children and she actually sits down on the ground the reason i now understand that you are put on this detention for with me was for us to have this talk i am sorry for the school part of that responsibility does lie with me i do not like to make mistakes sometimes they happen brennan's belongings might have been overlooked because they were personal items when all of Brennan's essentials were already in the room. There are many sad reasons that things from the house might not have been taken to the school building. However, Brennan was not in danger, and all of Brennan's essentials were already there. Had you been thinking logically, there was no reason to exit the building, and we are already aware that you had talked to an adult who had told you as such. And that Fiona would have been taken care of, and that the belongings would have been gotten in the morning. You should have stayed in the building. Had you done that, no one would have been in danger. Not doing that, you not only put yourselves in danger, but you took away one of our most able combatants from the fight. Do you understand now? That is why you are in trouble. Who is one of our most able combatants? Dr. Bravo. Oh, I just meant to say too. You had her keeping you safe in the ziggurat all evening long. That makes sense. I mean, you you act like... Everyone would have been fine, but no, if we didn't go, Fiona would have been attacked or there would have been, there was damage to the house and Fiona could have died and she didn't have any food. And when I asked about it, they said nothing about that. And there was nothing, I wouldn't have acted unless I needed, an, unless I had a need to act. You know, I have never acted out until the last two days and 
Brennan's I the think there's a lot of. Yeah, I Brennan's think there's the bravest a, person I know. I think there's a lot of finger pointing and not a lot of, uh, you know, talky talky. And I'm I think not that currently <laughs> the thing you are doing right now is pointing fingers yourself, Brennan, because you didn't have the information that Fiona was actually in danger until after you had left the building. All I am asking is for all of you to look inside and think earnestly about what you did that contributed to your own danger. And the danger of the other students. It feels, I made feel, I feel like we're lesser than. I feel like we're not anything. I feel like we're not people or, there's no respect back. And I've done nothing except my, for my entire life but respect this school and now a school, this home, this island, and this world we live on. And the moment I'm called to be a protector of it, I get spat in the face and... I felt things the last two days and I've never felt before. And some of them are unbelievable. I didn't realize I was capable of feeling things like friendship and like rage and fear. But I've always felt at home until the last two days. And there's no consideration. There's none from the people who are supposed to be protecting us. So I'm going to protect myself and I'm going to protect the people who are around me. But there's nothing, there's nothing in that scroll that I can read that says I have to bow down and be whatever you think I need to be. Brennan, we're friends, or at least we have been, and it would be very disappointing to me if simply because life is getting difficult for you right now and unfamiliar, you decided to stop trying to learn about yourself and about the world actively. That isn't the boy that I know. I just said I'm going to do it on my own terms. It seems foolish to me to discount all of the wisdom of your teachers. It seems like we all, everyone on this island, the moment that more kids got here, they're having just as much trouble adjusting as I am. I actually have a question on that now. Yeah. Were you guys good at this when there was only one Nomic? Well, I haven't been a part of the other ones. When you were a student, yes. were they good at it? The whole education process, acclimating new kids to the island, security, getting kids to follow the rules. Yeah, did people skip out? Did people drop out of school? What was your retention rate? Ms. Moon doesn't like to say negative things about systems. Mm -hmm. So she's like working through the correct way to voice the thing. And the vampire comes back with more stuff and flops it down. Uh, No, it was like a complete mess. We like lost half of the kids as they're from dropping out or dying. And like someone went missing. I got turned into a vampire. Shh. I, like, walk over to Brennan, and then, like, we do, like, a big high five. Moon glares at her. You guys are really bad at your jobs! And Monique is just, like, doing a little dance. No one knows what they're doing. No one right. knows what they're doing. Being an adult doesn't mean you know anything more than when you're a kid. Cha-cha-cha-cha. Okay, but on a serious note, I kind of do get what you're saying about leaving when we knew Fiona would be okay in the morning. But... I'm not willing to concede the point that if you had shared with us the information, some of this could have been prevented. Point. That is an issue to take up with the rest of the administration. For my part, I am concerned with all of your self-reflection and the fact that right now it seems that all of you are struggling with feelings. Perhaps consider journaling. 
Oh, I, I will admit that we have collected quite a few journals from the last time we hung out with Coach, so I've got, I've got lots of those. We what? Yes. And Coach kept on giving out journals to people who were having feelings at him. Oh, <laughs> um, that's right. <laughs> in my experience, when receiving a punishment, the best idea is to absorb the information that is being presented and then make your own decisions later. So I think it's time for us to wrap it up. Yes, okay. Uh, nothing else. This is all good. I've left out the things that seem to, like... Like, I don't know what this purple shoes thing is. I'm not going to make everyone's shoes purple. It's a clause. It's a clause? Wait, could you just answer this question? If you did put that in there, is it prescriptive or descriptive? What do you mean? I mean, does it change everybody's shoes into purple or does it automatically punish anyone whose shoes are not purple? How does that spell work? Yeah. Oh, there are different types of spells. This isn't the sort of spells that can change people's shoes to purple. Okay, Ah. so there's no reality warping. That's really good to know. That's what we could have just asked. That would have been really cool, though. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. I wish someone could teach me more about those types of spells. Who could do that? Oh, I'm not... I wonder who could. No, not open to that sort of... I'm not susceptible to that. Oh, well, I guess I'll What are you susceptible to? Here's a tack we haven't taken before. I'm going to cast this spell now. I'm very susceptible to being left alone. You're my favorite adult I've met. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really, and it's not a crowded field. I I really... I just... As a professional brown noser, you are... (laughs) Top of the pops right now. I really. <laughs> she like turns around, ignores you, and casts that's the spell. Un- you're just being honest, and that's all I need, and that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and she like gave us all the information we needed to operate. I told incredible. Say, yeah. Uh, so the wards go back up on the school, and the protection stuff gets cast. All the school glows. After that, she turns to Moon. It seems that someone messed with the wards on the student dorms, and I fixed that. We all look at each other pointedly. Moon nods worriedly and then looks over at all of you and raises her eyebrow. I'm not magic. Nor I. Yeah. Though I could be if someone taught it to me. <laughs> magic, that is. You will teach at the school. No. Moon nods. Does Why don't it? you just cut off her magic supply? <gasps> That's what we're going to do. Okay. I mean, we had all these negotiations yeah, where is... we were trying to offer you things you could get in return, and now you're not only not going to get anything, you're just here because of a threat. So I hope you're happy. This was a very bad exchange for you, and I apologize for everything. I am fairly confident that it is not going to work. Hopefully, I won't see any of you again. Hope Bye. I never see you. Bye. <laughs> there goes our favorite adult on the yeah. island. <laughs> My second favorite adult on the island. Wait, my first favorite adult on the island. What's your second favorite? Mm -hmm. And you guys leave. What does the little montage of it look like? I think like the jovial walking towards gives way to like, not straight line, but everyone's kind of just like in their own space now. Contemplating. Yeah. Monochrome and I are clearly having a telepathic conversation. The vampire waves and then we go up into the sun. And then end of episode. Okay. 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 Good job, you guys. Autonomic is a precocious LLC production. Izzy Kia is performed by Liz Anderson. Maya Shale is performed by Taylor B. Hill. Brennan Bravo is performed by Stephen Kropa. Monique Mitra is performed by Pranks Paul. And I, Kat Cool, serve as their story's narrator. All music on the show is made by MJ. Autonomic is played in Autonomic, which uses the Bright system, which is used in Burn Bright and owned by Roll20. Roll20 is a virtual tabletop that runs from your web browser where you can play tabletop games online with friends at Roll20.net. Until next week, wake up. Uh, we gotta do our thing. 
debrief. Debrief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did any of you progress on your tracks? Because I'm I'm so sorry. I'm just feeling so. No. I don't believe so. No. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, this is such an abbreviated one because of me feeling like butts today. You all did really, really well. Taylor, you knocked it out of the park. Because, like, sometimes you're a little shy still with the, with the role-playing stuff. But, like, you remembered your thing. You really own that scene with Brennan and Steven. Which, by the way, Steven, thanks for thinking that up. Delightful. It was awesome. Yeah. Tropes. You guys did great. I think it was a really good trope. I'm glad we spent all the time. Liz, thanks for getting in there with that improv scene with her studio because it kicked off. Oh, spirits. A thing that wound up to be quite fun. And uh, Monique, my man, thanks for keeping it logically sound up in here. You guys are great. Uh, where are we going the next time? Yeah, next time. Uh...